edit it out. This is my episode. I forgot. I just thought that this I... This is my episode. <laughs> I had the intro planned out. Honestly, I don't even think we should cut that out. I think we should let, let people listen to how controlling you are at times. <laughs> I just feel bad making you always do it's okay. I forgot we had an agreement. It's fine. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unprofessionals Asking Questions. I'm Sid. I'm Julia. And we're your co-hosts for this spooky evening. Ooh. We even have some candles lit and we're sitting in the dark. Ooh. So <laughs> be prepared to be scared. Do you like that? I do like that. All right. I understand why you wanted to do the intro. Yeah, because I had his plan out, and then you took it from me, and you crushed You're... my dreams. <laughs> was priceless, dude. I was heartbroken. <laughs> Where do I go from there? I don't know. Who am I? Okay. Anyway, welcome back to another episode. We hope you enjoyed our last one. That was a wandering minds adventure. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. This episode, however, is a little morbid, a little bit dark and creepy. I think I still kind of had medieval times stuck on my brain after my last episode, which was... What was my last episode? Oh, did the Uh, early Middle Ages actually happen? So I kind of had that still in my brain, so I decided to go a different direction with it. And you'll see what I'm talking about, because this episode's title is What Tortures You? Dun-dun-dun. But before we get into it, I have an unrelated question. Julia. Sydney. Sid. Ew. <laughs> no. Don't use don't use my <laughs> government name. I don't I like it. Self. <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> okay, hang on. <laughs> I need a sip of my apple cider. Okay, Sid. Alright, Julia. <laughs> Unrelated question. How often? Why are you <laughs> why are you laughing at me? Because okay. I'm using my hands when I, I talk. You did like a Julia. Okay. Do you guys like this? I don't know if you know what we're doing. <laughs> we're just kind of clapping. Clapping quietly. No, that's not what we're doing. We do not have enough for that. Okay. Okay. Unrelated question. Let's start this again for the 20th time. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Yourself. I want to know. Well, we know know that I probably think about it at least every other day. (laughs) (laughs) But that's because of, like, the things we research, right? Yeah, definitely. So the average person. with this new... There's this weird, yeah, so there's, I don't know if you've guys seen this, but there's this weird trend going around, and I thought it was a joke, honestly, like, I just was kind of like, oh, someone started this, and it's just kind of for fun, and it's not real, Mm -hmm. but basically, girls have been asking their significant others, usually always guys, it's always guys, right? In the videos I've seen. In the videos is always men in general. Mm -hmm. How often do they think about the Roman Empire? And it's weirdly a lot. Every time they're For no real reason. Yeah, it's just kind of strange. And I kind of ignored it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw another video that reminded me of it. And it was funny, it was just like a, a conference room. Like it was a joke making it like 
you know, it was a joke where there was like three guys and a girl in a conference room in a meeting. She gets up to leave, gets up, she gets up to leave. She gets up to leave the meeting because it's over and she goes out of the room. But the other three guys are like, oh, she's gone. And they all turn their laptops around. They're like, so the Roman Empire, you guys. And and it's just funny because they're just kind of, you know, taking hold of the trend and getting views out of it. Researching it all the time. It's funny. And they had all their, like, they were just going back and forth. And I was like, oh my gosh, this again. And I looked over at Wyatt and I'm like, I haven't actually asked him this. He's probably just going to roll his eyes and be like, why? This is dumb. But I asked him, I'm like, hey, Wyatt, you over there, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And he actually took a second. He thought about it. And then he was like, you know, it's probably like once every other week. I'm like, what? (laughs) Why? What triggers this? Because I'm like, I know why I do. It's just because of it when it comes up in research. Right. And it comes up often. But like prior to us even doing this, I probably didn't think about it ever. I mean, I don't really. I thought about it. Not as often as I do now. I don't think every week. That's a lot to me. Yeah. Did he say, like, what he thinks? No. This no, Wyatt, no. my Wyatt. <laughs> Hi, Scrappy. If he hears... Did he just fart? <laughs> Scrappy just farted. I hope that picked up on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy. He came to hug me and... <laughs> It released as it, he stood up. I hope it doesn't stink. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Don't breathe. You know, when you, like, it does. I don't smell anything. Those um, dog farts are the worst. <laughs> no, luckily my girl. He she, doesn't fart very often. Yeah, I'm surprised. He doesn't fart very often. When she does, it's not that stinky. <laughs> he just did that. That's so funny. It was cute little poops. <laughs> it was adorable. Oh my gosh. I hope it picked up. I hope it did too. Oh. Oh man. Yeah, he he freaking he gets stuck on the Instagram reels. So when I went to ask him, I asked him too late and he was like, He already knew. I've already seen this. You're not funny. Dang it. I know. It's no fun. But to be fair, we waited like a month (laughs) after it was a thing. (laughs) Because I thought it was a joke. I should have asked him right up front, but you know. It's like whatever. I don't think about those things. I did ask. Um, <laughs> have you seen the ones where someone like put the guy like or significant other? The egg. No oh. egg. It's multiple things. It could be anything, and you're supposed to knock it off their head. Like this one guy had a basketball, and it was actually his mom. And then the the, the other person has like something. Some videos are a belt. Other things are like. Um, Oh, you know, it wasn't a basketball on his head. She was using a basketball to knock something off his head. It's like, <laughs> I think I've seen that Trust one. me. <laughs> no, just... just hits him straight in the head. Yeah. With, like, the was the, full force. With a belt, just, like, wrapping oh on a leather belt, just, like, going across no. your forehead. So I asked Wyatt if I could try it on him. I was like, hey, do you trust me? Again, he already saw the reels, and he's like, Dang you're it. not fucking touching me. <laughs> Did he say it in that accent of yours? No. Okay. It's no fun. This is what he sounds like in my head. Like oh a, my goodness. Like a hickish peaky bun. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't watched it, but I get the reference. Don't look at me like that. It's on my list. I'll get there. I didn't I didn't know. This changes a lot. Does what? it? 
Do you love me less? No, I'm now just like so excited for you to live through mm. it for the first time. Yay. That's so crazy. I've watched it three times. Really? <laughs> Holy shit. Has it been out that long? Not all of the seasons, but it started when I was in high school. Is that old? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're younger than me, but I'm going to use every opportunity. Okay. Yeah, I think I, was, I think I was probably like 16 or something. Oh. Yeah. Spring chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old I was, but I was in high school when it came out. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I hear about it all the time. I do need to watch it. I'm sure I'd like it. I don't know what you're doing. Is that the theme song? You know that, like, the reel where they use the music room? It's like, three, two, one. Boom, boom. No, I don't think I know what you're I'm talking not, about. I'm not really referencing. <laughs> that seems to be... Guaranteed. Well, we go back again to like when you're singing songs that I sh- I do know, but when you <laughs> sing them, I don't know them. I have an angelic voice. Isn't that how you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were spot on with Britney Spears. You're just missing some knives. That's all. And a little some knives. <laughs> dancer oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that I was dead. Did I even answer you with that? <laughs> I don't know if we talked about that or not. I talked about it with someone recently. I don't know. I hope she's doing all right. Why is it so hard for you to find? <laughs> oh, man. All right. It might come up, like, later. You just... Okay. You can we can move on, I guess. So, anyway, I guess back to the episode, since that's what we're all here for, and that's why you're listening. If you didn't turn it off because of our back and forth nonsense. You know what you're in at. In for now. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I'm so proud. Anyway, this episode is called What Tortures You? And it is about torture devices. They're not all medieval. You'll see some different time frames and different locations around the world. But it's all horrifying. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about. <laughs> But before I get into it, Miss Julia, what are you doing over there? <laughs> are you asking me? I have a pop quiz for you. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's not a pop quiz. Yeah, it's a pop quiz. It's a little quiz. It's fun. It's a game. It's just to kind of test your knowledge. Okay, I'm never finding this right now. It's fine. Okay. I'm all ears. So, I'm going to give you a little list. And I want you to tell me which one of these things is not a torture device based on their names. Okay? Okay. Before, which one of these is not a torture device just based on the names of them? Okay, so you're going to give me the names. Yep. And one of those is not (laughs) (laughs) Correct. (laughs) I'm concerned. Yeah, okay, I'm all in. Okay. Four of them. Ready? Five. Nope. I said nope. I said four. I think I said it twice. We're doing four. I thought you said like there's four that are. No. Okay. One of these is not a torture device. This is supposed to be a really easy pop quiz. (laughs) You ready? Go. You guys also need to play along with the quiz. Um. Okay. Four of these things. One is not a torture device. It's not like the other. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Number one, the slingshot. Number two, the saw. 
Number three, the iron chair. And number four, the wheel. Which one of those doesn't sound like a torture device? Okay. I'll go through it again. No, no, no. I oh, you... slingshot, saw, iron chair, and wheel. Yep. I feel like I feel like it's gonna be like the iron chair is not a torture device. I would say slingshot. But is that like a human slingshot? I have so many questions because I'm picturing like a wheel, not a driving wheel. Like someone's tied up on a wheel and they're like rolling down the hill. I can't give you any hints at this. Okay, iron chair. Iron, iron chair. chair. Wrong. You should go with your gut because it's slingshot. <laughs> slingshot is not actually a torture device. I was thinking too far into it. The other three are, but I also have a human slingshot. Oh yeah, that was my idea when I thought of the name. I'm like, this could be a totally a torture device. But I, I did because it never came across something like that. But I did like make sure I looked it up before I put it on there in case it was. And I just didn't come across yeah, it yet. Someone would have like yelled at us. Yeah, I mean maybe it still is somewhere, but it didn't pop up right away. So I'm like, eh. Okay. I'm gonna go with that. My God. Yeah, so you always go with your gut. So. <clears throat> There's tons of torture devices out there in the world <laughs> throughout history because people are terrible. Um, I tried to pick just a few. A few turned into like a lot. Um, so we'll see how long it takes. Hopefully not too long. But I do have a little document for you of just the pictures if you want to view them as I go through them. And they're in the order okay. that I'll be going through them. For Julia. Which. That's British. <laughs> the order that I'm going in is not really any kind of order at all. It does not go by date or location. It's just chaos. So, you know, just follow along the best that you can. This first picture, I'm jumping in already. That's what I was picturing with the wheel, though. Like, from being tied up like, <clears throat> on a wheel. That's not the wheel. That is actually the rack. <laughs> Have you heard of that one? No. That was, like, one of the most... Well, I won't. I guess I won't say one of the most well-known torture devices if you don't know what it is. But it is. Have you ever seen um, the Princess Bride? Yes, I was. Just, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And plus, I'm sure a shit ton of other movies. But like when they wind it, kind of. Yeah, they kind of stretch you out. So. Yes. Historians believe that this device, the rack, is one of the most primitive forms that originated in ancient Greece. But it was introduced because it was like kind of all over the place. But it was also introduced to the Tower of London around 1420 by the second Duke of Exeter. What is going on? Okay, sorry about that. Um, it was introduced to the Tower of London around 1420 by the second Duke of Exeter, who was the constable. And the torture rack was famously used to torture women, of course. What? Still men, too, but mostly women, because everyone hated women, and they still kind of do. Like, what for? <clears throat> Anything. Mm. They, That's me. You look at them wrong, and... That's sexist. Hey, you're a witch. Let's, <laughs> you know. Witch. Yeah. But it then became known colloquially as the Duke of Exeter's daughter, which is creepy. The Duke infamously used the device on the Protestant saint Anne Askew, who was a Catholic martyr, and also Nicholas Owen. So these are just some fam- it was used on a lot of people, but these are just some famous accounts of it. Mm-hmm. Askew, the saint, she was supposedly so stretched out 
afterwards that she had to be carried to her execution. Because again, this is just the torture part. This isn't even yeah, the execution part. I mean, it probably could. So but... she pulled like her joints and ligaments up pretty much like right off mm-hmm. the bones. We'll get to that a little bit later here, but it was also notoriously used by the Spanish Spanish Inquisition, which you're going to see a lot throughout this whole episode, because the Spanish Inquisition used a lot of different torture devices. Good. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <clears throat> Me either. One of the most commonly known devices from the Middle Ages as well is the rack. So that was kind of one of the first ones I wanted to start with because I still had the Middle Ages on my mind from my last episode. Mm-hmm. But again, this is one of the most well-known from here, but it's seen in different parts and throughout time. So but it, when you picture... Sorry, what was... <clears throat> I was just... I didn't know if you are going to describe it. That's we next. should describe the picture. That is next. So the rack, when you think of it, it's kind of like a bed. It's rectangular, it's wooden, it's an open frame. Mm-hmm. And it's usually suspended a little bit above the ground. And then a person is tied at their ankles and their wrists to like two poles that have axles, okay? And what the torturers would do, they would have these poles, they would stick them into the axles and they would crank them. I'm sorry, Scrappy's like clicking all over the place. He won't sit still. He's looking for something. I guess. Bye, buddy. (laughs) I'm sure people are used to it by now. For sure. Um, So whenever they would put those poles in the axles and start cranking them at different directions, it would pull on both sides of the victim's body and it would slowly stretch their body out and everything basically would be dislocated. Everything would pop, all the joints, the hips, the knees, the shoulders, the elbows, the tendons would tear, everything. Bad your torso would hurt. You know, I was thinking though, there's probably like 30 seconds of it that feels really good before it feels bad. Before it feels bad, <laughs> like stretching out. Yeah. Like cracking your back crack a little bit. Like, oh, like, oh, this feels good. And then it's like, ooh, <laughs> not anymore. How often would they like rotate it to pull? Like, I think it just depended on what they were, how long it would take to actually torture them if they were trying to get information out of them. Mm-hmm. If, you know, <coughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I would think that if they're trying to get information, it would be like, it would start slow mm-hmm. and then it'd be like, and then increase. if they wouldn't be talking, keep going, keep going, keep going. But, and you keep them stretched out, right? You don't like release and then restretch. I'm sure they could have. I'm sure there's like all different various methods of Wait, how they it? used it. Right. Cause again, it was used in the middle ages, the Spanish inquisition, uh, Greece. What else did I say? What was that last one? London. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so they would stretch in that way. There were some also that they would just use the device just to tie them there and then use other ways of torturing. Like that was just a way to secure them so they couldn't get away and then they would use other things to torture them with. But <laughs> we were ruthless. Yeah, we were disgusting. But and, I mean, we still don't know what they use for torture in like, you know, government torture. Yeah. Maybe this is still a thing. You probably is. It wouldn't surprise me. But for the ones that were stretched on the rack, their muscles were so stretched, it was to the point of ineffectiveness, like couldn't even use them. So you're probably wishing you like 
hoping you'd be executed afterwards Mm -hmm. because like you wouldn't be able to do anything like some of them were so brutalized they were often like paralyzed i was just gonna say i feel like there's like absolute permanent damage that you can even live Mm -mm. and for the ones that were just kind of secured there to get other torture some of those methods including pulling out their nails Mm mm-mm just, I've I hate that. Said, I've always said that would be like the worst. Nails and teeth. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Uh, they would also burn them with hot candles, which I was like, hmm, okay. Jeez. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. All right. But then they would always, or not always, but they would also dig spikes into their spine. So there's that. <clears throat> oh not really into that. Candle wax. Okay. I'm good. Is it candle wax or are they actually like? What's well, it? Hot with candles. It's probably could be with the flame, but I like to think maybe they're just pouring hot wax. Like, can you like that? Oh, you want a spike in the back, sir? You're a bad boy. <laughs> oh, I know, but it also like it, I did read too that it wasn't left behind in the 1400s when I mentioned about London, but it was found in various forms around the world well into the 17th century. So they're still using it. Um, That's a long time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they were, yeah, just a couple hundred years, hundred, a couple hundred years ago, <laughs> they were still using their act. They're going to London. Going to London. Mm. Next up, which you've probably heard of this one, because this is a really popular or well-known one, Iron Maiden. Yes. Not the band. That's like the thingy, like, it's kind of like a smoker. <laughs> It looks like a silver, right? More look, looks more like a sarcophagus. Okay. Is it on here? Yeah. Keep scrolling. You'll see the next picture should be right after the, the rack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the spiky thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a coffin standing up, spikes all through it. I think it's iron. Yeah, it's like an iron cabinet, technically. And it's hinged and it's spike-covered interior. But it's tall enough to enclose a human being. However, what I did reach, I don't know that I knew this, but this is known or debated as a mythical torture device, that this wasn't actually ever a thing. And as people were getting more into, like, museums, people thought it would be a good idea to kind of take some pieces, put them together, pretend it was a torture device to get more people to come see it at a museum. But there's no, like... It's just debated, and you'll see a lot of that throughout here, that there's quite a few that are debated (laughs) of ever existing. This one reminds me of um, Mrs. Trenchball, Bull, Ball, Bulls, Matilda. We're having another discussion about her. Did we just talk about her? We we were just talking about her. I don't think on the podcast, though. But um, she had, like, that room in her office that was like a little closet with the spiky things like oh and she would put kids in there oh my god did you never watch matilda i don't know if i've ever seen the whole thing that was like my favorite childhood movies i've I've probably watched that like a hundred times yeah i couldn't like i could never quote it i remember the cake flying around wasn't that a thing and she like she's like well she flung a girl and then the big cake that the kid had to like eat the chocolate cake in front of the whole school. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Remember Danny DeVito? He's in that, right? Mm-hmm. He's the dad. Hmm. <laughs> That's so weird. I should probably... I, well, I don't know if I want to go back and watch that now, though. I feel... Yeah. It might, uh, not have, it might not be great now. I don't know. Hmm. 
I have a, I have to like make a little list of things I haven't watched and need to catch up on. I mean, my list is never ending. Your <laughs> list is longer than mine. I do know that. <laughs> okay, so she has something similar to the Iron Maiden, I guess. <laughs> so why is it like kind of Buddha looking? Kind of what? Do you see at the top of the photo? Buddha? It looks like a, you know, like one of those big, big chubby Buddha Speaking of Buddha, so this is way off topic, but I saw, not really, kind of, I don't know. So I saw this article that there was this woman that thought she was praying to a little Buddha statue for like four or five years, but it was actually Shrek. Oh. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) killed me um so maybe that's actually shrek that you're looking at but there is kind of like a head on the top of the sarcophagus which you guys will have this in the show notes so you can look through the pictures but it does have a head at the top i don't know what it's supposed to be but he has like the chubby cheeks yeah suppose it literally looks like the opening of this is the front of this man's like body Mm -hmm. it looks like you're like supposed to go into him yeah yeah and the pictures it looks like they may may have even like put what looks like fake blood on the spikes. I didn't ask you about that. <laughs> I, saw, I don't really know if it was a real thing or not. I just, I don't think they had any like, real proof. I mean, I don't think people were really jotting down their diaries, all these torture devices. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's also funny because this was, <clears throat> sorry, I'm like losing my voice now. Like the Middle Ages and quite a few of the Middle Ages torture devices that I'll go through <clears throat> are the ones that are debated of existing and I'm like oh, did the middle ages not actually happen oh. hmm call back yeah hmm it was all just like made up yeah so it was considered to be like a myth that was just heightened by the belief that people of the middle ages were uncivilized and they would use devices like this so people think that it was just kind of made up for money in museums Hmm. Which kind of sucks. Yeah, that makes, that makes us a lot about museums. <clears throat> yeah. Like, what's real and what's not? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, there was, though, there was, like, an ancient report <clears throat> of a Spartan tyrant. I think his name was Nabis or Nabis, who used a similar device around 200 CE um, for torture and murder. But... That was kind of about it that I really came across as far as reports. And it was just like a similar device, not really something this specific. But I don't know. They think it was just kind of pieced together from different artifacts. It's fucked up. I know. I don't like that. (laughs) But I guess there's like quite a few Iron Maidens on display in museums around the world. Um, I think I saw that there might have been one in California. Does it date back to like where they found them? In the museums? I'm not yeah. sure. Or is it just like, this was what was used in Well, they, they called them like 19th century Iron Maidens, which is like Ew. not long ago. So I don't know. It's weird. <clears throat> but yeah, I was really surprised because I felt like that was one of the main ones I've always heard about was that device specifically. Yeah. And then, which I think, I feel, I feel like, like I saw one. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I saw one. I don't know if it was a museum or I've been to it a few times. Have you ever been to the Ripley's Believe It or Not at the beach? Yes. I feel like, was there a torture section there? I can't remember. With something like I this? I the Ripley's there? I was at was in Canada. Mm. And I was really young. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> That's just kind of what it made me think of, but... 
Anyway, moving on. Next, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a picture of what is called the wooden horse. Is that like, so is that what that is? Yeah. So the wooden horse, or also called the wooden pondy, or the Spanish donkey. It was used particularly during the American colonial period and medieval times. There were three variations of the device, and the wooden device was kind of triangular in shape, and it was angled. So it it kind of looked like a sawhorse, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was often like, but like where the top of the sawhorse would be, it's not flat. It's like pointed cut and it's like <gasps> a point so it's like a try a long That's triangle even worse than I thought. sitting on these sawhorse legs and it's yeah it's sharp <clears throat> and the victims are forced to straddle the triangular sawhorse and they would place their full body weight on it and then they would even add weights to their ankles to make it even worse that's awful yeah so you when you guys look at the picture it's it looks like the girl behind the guy doesn't have weights on her ankles yeah it does not look like it and then are you tied to like are your hands tied to it i would assume so yeah it's hard to see in that i mean it's not a real picture it's just a sketch but yeah and you see it's just funny to me because which I'd like to maybe get into this at some point, too. I didn't want to add it into this episode because it'd be way too much. But just public executions and torture in general and, and the fascination. I just going to say, the people who are fascinated mm-hmm. just stand and just in God. crowds that would love to watch shit like this. So even what in some the of these sketches. In this sketch, like, yeah. It's like, no wonder you guys grew up this to ladies be holding fucked. a baby. Yeah. Yeah, it's messed up like that's not something i want to see i mean we all watch horror movies mm-hmm. and see stuff like that and are entertained but it's because we know it's not real yeah like that's just real i life. can't imagine seeing something like that in person well it's supposed to scare everybody to stay in line yeah so hey, this is going to be you if you don't listen to but there be but people would just enjoy it which is the fucked up part this, people love to put other people down you know and uh, feel better than it's crazy. I know. We should do that. Maybe we get into, like, stories and maybe, uh, like, the psychology of it. Yeah, we could definitely do that. Because I think that's started, or maybe not started, but, like, well, Tudor times, it was really popular, which is hanging people. And then France with the guillotine. Guillotine. God, guillotine. guillotine. I say guillotine. I know some people say guillotine, but... Um, oh, I did want to say, say see, what's up? These are two corrections for two different things, but <laughs> Appalachian is correct. Thank you. Um, and manatees are really nice. <laughs> I thought when you said that manatees were like mean, I was like, are you sure? I thought they were just the sea cows. I thought they were, you know, yeah, no, they the are. cows of the sea, so they're really sweet. <laughs> just wanted to put that. I just there. went with it too. I was just like, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> For sure. I can't remember then what animal I was thinking of, but it doesn't matter. Anywho. <laughs> this thing is crazy. I want to know, like, it's just a sketch, but it kind of looks like a, like a giraffe head or no, like a sheep head instead of a horse on this torture device. Yeah. I would hope that someone just created like a puppet head to put on there and it's not like an animal's that they cut off to put on there. Oh, that would be dark. Yeah. And maybe just whoever was sketching it didn't know how to sketch a horse I'm head. I'm just, like, picturing, like, your, how uncomfortable that would be with, like, a 
a sharp pointed and it'd be wood so like how sharp could it be i mean i know you could get it comfortable going up there and then you're having weights weight balls balls of weight (laughs) weighted balls on your ankles just like pulling you yeah it'd probably be more uncomfortable for the guy i don't know Right? Because yeah, I feel like they're... both it would be really uncomfortable, but for the girl, you kind of just make your own crease. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you got a place to put it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, the guys, Slot. like. Enter here. But <laughs> 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 the guy, I mean, your balls and dick would hurt. Yeah, so that's what I'm wondering. Unless they can tuck it up before they. Yeah, but that's Get why I think it's inter- in- interesting that she doesn't have the weight on. I know it's just a sketch. Because you'd think you want to add more like pressure for the female. Mm-hmm. Unless she just crawled up there to be in agony with her boy. Maybe. Yeah, maybe she wasn't the one actually being tortured, but she was like, I'm going to go out with my man. Isn't it crazy how the shadow kind of looks like this like big evil man? Oh, it like, does. Like a trench coat with a hat. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean... I see that they did do it correctly with the shadow because mm-hmm. you have the weighted balls. You can see that, but it looks like fists and then that guy standing there with his hat on. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, it's like the I animal that. head shadow looks like a mm-hmm. guy with a hat. Yeah. Creepy. Creepy. All right, moving on. Next, we have the Judas Cradle or the Cradle of Judas. Have you heard of this one? I don't think so, and this picture is gnarly. (laughs) So this is another innovation attributed to the Spanish Inquisition, but it's also known as the Judas Chair or the Gilded Cradle, which is similar to the one we just talked about, the wooden horse. It's kind of the same idea, kind of. It's a simple design. You just have a victim that is strapped on top of a chair and forced to support themselves on just their weight of their legs for however long they're forced to do that but the chair is not really a chair how are you calling this it's actually like a pyramid shaped sharpened i assume also block of wood it could be stone on top of the chair so it has this pyramid real sharp point sitting on top of a chair and then the victim is forced to be suspended on top of it and just try to hold themselves up so that they're not falling onto this point Oh, so the point isn't, like, actually in in them, in a sense? They're not, like, they're sitting on it? They're hovering above it for as long as they can before their strength gives out and they fall onto it. How do they hover? Well, they're kind of tied, so they're usually suspended, like, tied from ropes that are, like, on shackles on the wall, and they're all tied up. It's kind of like a kinky form of bondage, if you think yeah, of but that. Like- but they're held up, and they're kind of... They have to use their legs and their arms to try to keep themselves from not so touching it. It's not super tight. Like the ropes can hold you. Like you can use whatever is holding you up or tied to you mm-hmm. as like the resistance to yeah. not sit down. But they're loose enough that the, if you give. That if you give out, if your strength gives out, you're going, you're going right to fall right onto it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so. This sharp point would basically impale them whenever they could no longer hold themselves up. So it would, this is gross, it would tear open their anus, their vulva, or their scrotum. Because that's where they're falling onto. That's awful. Yeah. And then usually they would also add weights to their legs to make it quicker. That's so fucked up. I know. Torture's yeah. supposed to be long, isn't it? Don't, don't add more to it. 
I know. Well, and in some designs too, when it was specifically to try to like get information out of people, they would, whenever they would have them tied up, it would be more of a pulley system. So the torturers would be the one like pulling the ropes up and down so that they're going up and down onto and that. to like make sure they're not hitting it. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I don't know like how you come up with that, but there's a sketch picture of it and there's like an actual picture of one. Oh. Which to me it looks Ooh. like wood, like a block of wood. But I guess it could be a form of stone also. Yeah, I'm not I'm right there with you, I'm not really sure. And there's there was different designs for like all these torture devices, like various <clears throat> ways that they created them. So one of these has like how how you're tied is more like a, a metal band that goes around your, your waist and then your neck is also secured to it and then those metal pieces is what's tied to like the walls. But yeah, it's messed up either way. <laughs> I can't imagine. And, like, how... Yeah, I just... I don't think I'd be able to hold myself up for very long. No. I don't... I just... I don't know. What's next? Next, we have The Pair of Anguish. Have you heard of that one? That was kind of a popular one. Um, so you'll see a picture there. But it's also known as the, the Choke Pair... Or the mouth pair. So this is this is well, we'll get to that. So this is another one that's debated to exist and also how it was even used. Mm. So if it did exist, they believe it didn't exist before the 17th century. of this. Yeah. So like I said, how it's used was a, de- a debate, but basically it's a device that's shaped kind of like a pear with a corkscrew or a screw on the end which is made and the whole thing's made of like a hard metal like iron and the pieces of the pear are like divided into four different leaves so when you turn the screw it separates those four leaves of the pear and just kind of expands it like balloons it out kind of looks like a claw like in the claw machine when you think about that exactly um this was no we'll get to it (laughs) i like where you're going with it though um it was used mostly against women shocker that were accused of being witches and women accused of inducing this is weird so it was also used on women who would induce a miscarriage so, so this would induce a miscarriage no or it was used to torture punish them who but, had an abortion mm-hmm so you're telling me this goes up their hoo-ha and it expands. <clears throat> we'll get there. It was also used on liars, blasphemers, and homosexuals. So, it, like I said, it wasn't just women, but mostly so women. Yeah, so this device would be inserted into one of the victim's orifices. It would either be the vagina for women, the anus for homosexuals, and the mouth for liars and blasphemers. <gasps> Oh my god, imagine that thing in your mouth. I think that would be one of the worst. I don't know. It's all like prying your jaw. Like Either way, like massive internal damage. I don't know though. Imagine like cramps hurt so bad. Imagine something like I don't know. Yeah, I just I think it would tear everything up. It, but again, this is a device that's debated. It was even used. Yeah, but how do they have? It might have been like, for these look legit. 
those old ones yeah i don't know i mean that's the thing i mean there's so many things i know yeah Ooh, the little like points at the end of them yeah it makes it like sharp yeah I like to think it wasn't a thing that was used. And maybe think, it was for something else. <laughs> I think that this is more believable than the... The Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, yeah. Yeah, yeah this like seems like something a human would fucking create. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And rarely whenever this was used, it wouldn't kill the person. It was just torture. And then they would torture them with something else after they're done with this yeah, device. Yeah, but it would probably rupture something. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> I know. That That's one's... gnarly. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have the iron chair. <laughs> hey, guys, it's real. <laughs> um, so this was used extensively during the Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. The primary strength of this device was in the psychological torture of it versus just the physical. Um, and when you see that picture of it, it is kind of scary. Yeah, but if you balance your weight... Maybe. It depends how sharp they are, I guess. Yeah, for sure. See, I feel like because of this, maybe I should let you describe it first, but the Iron Maiden seems believable then. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you're debating if things like that could be used, you could debate so many other things if they existed or not. If people aren't writing it down at that time, how do we even know? You know? So... But basically, this is the iron chair is an iron chair, but it's lined with hundreds of sharp spikes. I literally started counting. <laughs> you started counting that? There's hundreds of them. You're still counting. Okay. We'll be here a while, you guys. No, there's 20 on the shoulder pieces, so there's 40 just right there for shoulders. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. So hundreds of sharp spikes that covered the back, the seat, the armrest, the leg rests, and the foot rests. The number of spikes range from 500 to 1,500. Who could be here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is that bad? Some versions of it had spikes on the headrest, too, and the torturer would actually push the victim's head against the back of that headrest that had the spikes on it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But the victim would be sitting on that chair, and they'd be restrained by, like, straps or bars on their wrists and ankles that would push those limbs against the spikes too so like yeah you could balance your weight but if you're being secured to it if your wrists and ankles are being tightened onto it you're not gonna be able to avoid that and it's probably gonna like pierce those parts of your body first i would assume but yeah not fun um some versions of it too had holes in the seat and the torturer would light a fire beneath it to slowly roast the victim alive. Oh my god. Yeah. Weird. And as time went on, the torturer cool. yeah, the torturer would continue to like tighten the restraints as they went on. And sometimes they'd put weights on the victim's thighs or feet. I love so the weights. Like- just to make it worse. Yeah. Just to push you down further onto the spikes. They love weights. They even have a piece that looks like it goes in front of, like, your shins. Like, it's on, like, a hinge. Mm-hmm. And it looks like once you're sitting in there, then they, like, put, place it on your shin. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. That is ruthless. Yeah. The whole... It's not great. 
burning alive. That is, I can't handle the burning part. And this would usually last hours, but sometimes even days, someone would be tortured on this chair. Well, think about it too, because it's, it's putting pressure in those wounds. Mm-hmm. So it's not like... Well, and that's the thing too, like... You're good until you get up, probably. I was just going to say, it's once once you're removed from it, like if you're on there for days, where all that's going to mm-hmm. bleed like crazy. I'm yeah, because it's stopping the blood flow yeah. being sitting there. And then as soon as you get up, all those holes are just going to leak. So. <laughs> Ow, dude. Um, what's really fucked up, too, is that. Oh, my that gosh, this next picture. Right? <laughs> what's really fucked up is that this chair was used until. The late 1800s in Europe and other parts of the world. Late 1800s. That lady's naked. Yes, there's another picture of a... I think she is. She looks... mm. She looks what? Well, her nips look like they're out, but then, like, it kind of looks looks like like she has... something over her um, private area. Yeah, I don't know. Her titties are out, though. And this is a drawing... So maybe they just drew it like that. No, I bet you they do make them go <laughs> yeah, naked. That would then be... you're just covering that part because, oh my gosh, you got to keep them modest. Yeah. As they're torturing him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next is pretty terrible. Next form of torture and execution is called impalement. Yeah, dude, no. Woohoo. So this consists of aggressive penetration. Remember when we said, like, what was that massive penetration we were talking about your episode? Was it? Massive penetration. Massive penetration. Something like that. But this is aggressive penetration and not in a good way. Aggressive penetration. This is penetration by a pole, like a spiked pole. Yeah. This was most commonly used as a punishment for crimes against the state. Scary. And it was in all kinds of cultures all around the world, and it was not a quick or pretty death. It's not quick. Mm-mm. If done properly, it permits the individual to survive for several days, <gasps> with the longest known victim suffering for more than eight days. I thought this would be, like, the quickest. No. Not if you do it right. What the fuck? Tell me how they do it. Well... You just gotta stick it in the right way. You gotta put it up. It goes up the butt. Up the butt and out the mouth. So Do you remember? Keep I think. Keep them straight. Yeah. Do you remember? Well, you, I guess I think you said you don't really remember the season, but the Roanoke season mm-hmm. of American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. There are some torture things going on in there. I think they did this. Yeah, I feel like. Because I have seen this, and I feel like it is the American Horror Story. By the way, did you start? Watching the new season. I did. I watched the first two episodes. Me too. Nice. How do you feel about it? It's growing on me. Oh, yeah. I'm enjoying Kim K. Honestly, she's doing a great fucking job. Yeah. They give her a good role. Mm-hmm. For, you know. They definitely did. No, I do like it. It's just... I get... I like... I don't like to wait. <laughs> I know. I want... Well, the third episode should be out now. Yeah. So... But yeah, I get it. I think so. I think it comes out Wednesday nights. So. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but I think this impalement method was done on the Roanoke season, but I could be wrong. Let me know if you guys remember. Um, 
Yeah, the oh, and the origins of this torture date to as early as ancient Babylon with the Code of Hammurabi. So, did you remember? Because we didn't we cover that a little bit in the execution episode that we did, or the what episode was that? When we- well, that was Gary Heidnick. I know we talked about right. But you did, like, a history of execution, and then we got into the first person executed, or the last person executed in PA. Mm-hmm. But I know we talked about the code of Hammurabi. Yes. And different... I think it was that history one. But there was probably, like, a ton of different methods on there, too, because wasn't the only thing they didn't execute for was if was murder or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they had, like, a hundred and... Or 210. I don't know. Some crazy yeah. number. Mm-hmm. But murder was... It was the <laughs> one thing you would not get punished for. It's crazy. Oh, but, yeah, and... Ugh. So this is... When you look at this picture, it is, like... I can't imagine surviving eight days. Because well, so you're it, obviously not getting food or it, water, too, so, Would like, it just be because it's, like, keeping... Like, you're not removing it, so Probably. it's, like, holding everything mm-hmm. in place. Because they say, slowly... like, when you get impaled by something, do not remove it. Right. Which Go I to the doctor. Wants to remove it. So yeah. It's the one thing that you should not, not do. Yeah. Do not take out a giant splinter out of an, your stomach. <laughs> is that what you call that? <laughs> That's what this is. It's more than your stomach. Yeah, your asshole. Oh, and okay. all the internal I, organs. I can't keep looking. <clears throat> okay, we'll move on. Next is the strapato. What was it? Strapato. Say it one more time. I like strapato. it. <laughs> you won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> this is also known as the corda, and it's a long-standing, simple but very, very effective method of torture. It was originally used by the one and only Spanish Inquisition. Again. <laughs> But other holy orders of the Middle Ages also used it. It was also used during the Salem Witch Trials in 1692. And fun fact, that Senator John McCain was subjected to this technique during the Vietnam War. What? Yeah. I read that and I was like, that's crazy. In Vietnam. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) During the Vietnam War. Well, yeah, you said during the Vietnam War. That... (laughs) He could have been tortured by someone else, not Vietnamese. Well, I guess I didn't. To be honest, I didn't look further into it. I just made assumptions. So, <laughs> what's also fucked up is the U.S. has continued to use this method as recently as 2003, and I'll get into the description of it. Okay. 2003, when the CIA interrogated, which I don't remember who this was. Manadel Ahamadi, who was killed just after 30 minutes at the Abu Ghraib prison. I don't know. I just read that. I was like, huh. But what really stuck out to me was like 2003, people were still using, well, torture methods at all <laughs> in oh, general. Okay. The CIA probably has some crazy shit. But they're still using this strapato, which was, has been used for a long, okay. long, long, long I time. Know what the fuck so the strapato involved tying a victim's hands behind their back and they were suspended by a rope that was attached to the wrists with weights added to increase the pain, of course, because we love the weights. And it was so, like, if you look at the picture, they're, like, high up in the air, suspended. And they're hung, again, just by their wrists being tied behind Behind their back. back. And they're just hung there. So you have all that gravity going on, too. That would hurt. Like, well, your shoulders shoulders would pop. Yeah. Having all of your weight just hanging on that, that's disgusting. Yeah, and gravity's not your friend. Mm Mm-mm. 
No. And like it was so damaging that this kind of torture couldn't last for more than an hour without giving them a reprieve or else there was a risk of killing them. So within an hour they would be dead if they would not take them down so and how give long them a break. John McCain- I don't know. I didn't look into that, <laughs> to be honest. What um, times did he go up? <laughs> I don't know. But it commonly, like I said, resulted in the dislocation of the arms and shoulders. Some of the longer-term effects are a little bit less vis- visible, which would consist of nerve damage, ligament damage, tendon damage, and then some of it would lead to potential paralysis. Damn. <clears throat> that shit's intense. Yeah. That's awful. And that kind of going this, I don't know, just because we were talking about it, but that one episode that we did do that involved Gary Heidnick, the last guy to be executed in PA, because he like, you know, kidnapped and tortured those women, killed a couple. Mm -hmm. He had like the pit in his basement and everything. But one of those victims, well, a lot of them, but the one that died, he had hung her up like by her wrists on like a beam or a pipe, I think in the basement (laughs) for days. She was stuck hanging there by her wrists. And that's just that's hanging straight up and down. But the strapato is like, it's behind your back and it's way up in the air. I just can't get over how your shoulders would <laughs> You would want to die, probably. Yeah. Okay. Next. I hope you guys are having fun because <laughs> this is really fucked up. And seriously, if you, you ha- you're not driving or... You know, yeah, if you have time while you're listening. Yeah, scroll through the photos while you're listening because you definitely want to see this or look them up on your own. But please don't do it while you're driving. Mm-hmm. We are not responsible. No. Um, so next we have the brazen bull. Also known as the Sicilian bull. And this is bull as in B-U-L-L, like the animal. <laughs> like a little china bull. <laughs> This is also kind of a disputed torture device that allegedly stemmed from ancient Greece. But basically, it was made from bronze. It was a giant-ass bowl, like a big bronze statue, but it was hollow inside. And it had a door on one side of the bowl, like a hinge, a little door, and it was hollow inside. So, like, basically, they would put victims inside of it, and then they would light a fire beneath the bowl. It would heat bronze they would heat the metal until they died or they were let out so it was basically a giant human crock pot yeah dude what the fuck mm-hmm. you know what's funny it's the ones that are like disputed or heavily uh like debated, debated that they yeah. existed are the ones that i'm like oh i've heard this yeah wild mm-hmm. well and i mean it, it wouldn't surprise me if all of these are true it wouldn't surprise me in any at sense. all. And maybe just some of those historians are trying to be hopeful that people didn't actually do this because they're so fucked up. Yeah, no, I think but we've all human been race is up. so fucked up. Yeah. So I to, think this one to definitely happened. add to this because it gets even weirder. But the one who created this used an intricate system of tubes and piping inside on the outside and the inside so that the victim who was screaming because of roasting alive, their screams were actually transmuted into the sounds of a raging bull. Oh my god. Yeah. How would they do that? So just like Mm -hmm. you know when they make that like Like that huffing, like snorting. Yeah, but then they let out like that big like like a cow, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I can't make it. Uh, yeah. You could keep it. trying. 
Go ahead. How would they do that? I don't know. I don't know the the mechanics myself. <laughs> but so um, I think I also read like the one who created it. I don't know. I forget like what culture or I said Greece didn't have it. I didn't you write did down the names. You <clears throat> but whoever created it was trying to please like that roller at the time. And the roller was like, okay, get in, let's test it. <laughs> so the one who created it was supposedly the first victim of it. No fucking way. <clears throat> There's another naked woman in this. Yeah, the ones who sketch this just love. But the other woman, like in the center, she is clothed. The one on the left is naked, but has a hat on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They just gotta throw in those naked. They do. Girls. I mean, unless people are just walking like that. I mean, maybe they're around. like paid to be. And I wonder too, like. If this was cleaned ever in between victims or if it's just juices in there and... Well, it would have to be because it would stink. They wouldn't be able to burn them like that. Like, do you know how hot it has to get to actually burn? Well, just like we... Remember we talked about the solder children in that house fire? Right. And like they never found... Which they would have found bone. Yes. They would have found something because you cannot... But I I don't think that... Because it's not actually on fire inside. Yeah, it's just... So I feel like, you you know, you could die from it. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like they'd have to... You would probably... Body. I would assume you would get stuck in it. Like, your skin would melt, melt to the metal. It. You're right. So did they make a new bowl for each of them? I don't know. Where they just like shovel Kept piling the next one in and the next one in. I don't know. It it wouldn't take that much. Look how small this is. Yeah. That's like two bodies in there. Or you just have to wait a long time until they like decompose. Maybe. Oh, dude, that, I bet that stank. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awful. Like that's one I would not want to be in. But again, this sketch too, you have a shit ton of people around there watching. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. All right. Next, this is part of the quiz too, the wheel. <laughs> this is pretty much So this is exactly what you were picturing, basically, but this is most commonly used in Germany during the Middle Ages. The victim was tied to the wheel, and it's like a big wheel with spokes on it. Like, oops, just hit the microphone. What you picture, like, like oh, an Amish bucky, but like a yeah. big wooden one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the victim was tied to the wheel on the ground or sometimes suspended, but there was like, they would, there was these wooden like cross pieces that they would place under each major joint or wrist, ankles, hips, shoulders, and knees. And the torturer would start to hammer the cross pieces in. So it kind of reminds me of like a crucifixion in a way yeah they're chopping their heads off yeah yeah they're doing all kinds of things like i think also just having them is burned getting burnt alive in the Mm -hmm. background oh so it was like after they kill them they go and burn them well i think it was also used when they just have them tied up that was just another way to secure them as they did other forms of torture or execution but yeah there is a lot going on in this picture there's so much there's a dog attacking him people mm-hmm. it's like a dog human fight in the one side love the do you see the dog that's up on the wheel that's yeah. like up on a pole and there's just a head, a head up there on top yep yeah that's brutal dude 
Damn. These dogs look like they're half human. It's kind of creepy. Like the one that's standing on its hind legs has human legs. <laughs> they must have just like had like dog and human fights. Yeah. Well, I'm sure like when shit was like, I'm sure there were starved dogs at times that when they had people tied up like this with wounds that they just maybe went after them. Yeah, but no, this looks kind of like it was like, it's fight to survive. Like, oh, you like it was kill the dog or the dog kills Like Coliseum type fight. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Though. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this. So, <laughs> so much going on. Yeah. Someone's being burned like a witch. Couple Someone's witches are being burned to the fire. Yeah. Then all these people's backs are turned, like something else is going on. Yeah. Just imagine like the people drawing like these sketches. Like they're just sitting there for hours, like taking it all in, being like, okay, like over here, I'm gonna do this. This. I would be afraid that someone would be coming after me. I'm yeah. just sitting there. Yeah, it's fucked. Wild. Yeah. Okay, so that was the wheel. The photo right after that one that we were looking at, this is that's different than the wheel. It is still part of like the wheel when I was doing my research. It's not the same kind of but kind torture, of like the same concept, but the same of idea. Usage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, next we have no. scaphism or the boats is what it's called. Now there's different. Basically, this is torture, execution by rats. And there's different forms of using the rats. I'm sure, like, the most common one that you've heard would be, like, you know, putting, like, a helmet on or something on your head and the rats are put in there and then it's heated and it causes the rats to, like, try to get out. So they're, like, you know, trying to get at your face, biting, scratching, trying to get into your mouth, things like that. This one's a little different. This is another disputed method, but it's also, it's a Persian torture and execution method. It involved trapping a condemned prisoner who would be force-fed milk and honey as well as coated their bodies in that. No. And it would attract bugs. Yeah. So this would attract bugs and vermin, mostly rats, while it would also induce diarrhea to lure additional parasites. And the victims would just gradually be consumed this way. I'm good. I think yeah. this is the worst one. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. But no, you know me with rodents, dude. Actually, my little sister would literally try and find a way to just end her yeah. self right then. I can't imagine. No, just imagine like the squeals and the uh, ew. Yeah, that would that would be to and be slowly that, eaten alive. Is well and the so fact that they're like giving you stuff to like have diarrhea like you're uh-huh. like oh, like getting induced to be like sick in a sense. Yeah, that's awful. And I'm sure and it's like causing other things to come. Yeah, at you to kill you. Oh no, dude. Yeah. The psychological. And how long would that take? I bet a long time. Yeah. They got small mouths. Mm-hmm. Would it be mice or rats. Does that make a difference, really? Probably all kinds of rodents are attracted. So they wouldn't just, like, keep... They didn't have, like, a farm of these. They just, like... I don't know. Because rats were, you know, they are bad, especially mm-hmm. in cities and stuff, even now. They might have just so left them somewhere where to, they knew that they would be. They would come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. Next we have immurement. So this is... 
not to be confused with being buried alive, but it's sort of similar. Mm-hmm. So this involves the entombing of an individual inside of a wall or a confined space without means of an exit. Like they did with that... Uh, with uh, <clears throat> the bloody countess mm-hmm. Elizabeth Bathory mm-hmm. in a sense right yeah I mean that wasn't really torture she was just like condemned which is funny because I was just thinking of her in that last one I just said about the rats because I think she would coat some of her victims in honey and leave them outside for like yeah. bees and other yeah. insects to come at her at the victims and eat them um but yeah, she was also, go back and listen to that episode, she was also, um, after she was convicted of all these murders and torture, she was walled into her bedroom, basically. Mm-hmm. So is that pretty much what this is? Yeah, like, so it's not like, being buried alive, it's being, like, walled up. entombed, basically, without being able to get out. Bricked up. Um, and often, but not always, it was used as a method of actually executing someone, but for some, it was just torture, and they would, I think, eventually let them out. But the, what was weird that I found was the two primary purposes of doing this would be either the criminal punishment or human sacrifice. Weird. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too. So, and it, it more commonly appeared as the human sacrifice versus criminal punishment. That's a weird sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So, it was kind of part of, like, Did they think that funeral was like services. a main way to do it? Well... So it's weird. So it was like part of a funeral ritual. It, the living persons, it, when someone died who was left living, would either willingly or they'd be forced to be buried with the deceased alongside them. And it was always people of status, which I think I feel like I've heard of this somewhere. Where like I didn't want to get too far into this in case we wanted to have this as an episode at some mm-hmm. point because I thought it was interesting. But like so, people of status when they would pass away they would force usually slaves to go in and be entombed with them as a form of sacrifice. Hmm. Well, you, it kind of also reminds me of, what was that last one? The one we did, like, uh, the Scythians. Mm-hmm. The, oh, yes. they bury their families. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If so it's like that. Died. I was trying to think of, like, where I heard that recently, and that's probably what it was. Yeah, it's like, we. But I think I've, together. I don't know... And that's why I didn't want to look into it too much because I feel like that would be full, cool to get into is different kind of funeral rituals. Yeah, but, that would be. Because it is interesting. Like you said, some people would be like slaves. Mm-hmm. Some it would be family. Or mm-hmm. others, it would just be like you're, you're not being forced. You're like volunteering as a mm-hmm. sacrifice. Yeah. Huh. So interesting to look at at some point. <clears throat> but that would be terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have that than be buried alive. Yeah. Because at least you don't have all the dirt. I'm so hungry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be the worst part. I mean, you would die without food and water in like a week, so. That's torture. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. This dude. So next we have the Glasgow smile. So (gasps) if you think of the Joker in Batman, that's the Glasgow smile. When you think about his huge clown smile, but it's actually the scars on his face. You've never seen Batman. Is that what you're telling me right now? <laughs> I just watched Deadpool for the first time. I can't with you. It was really good. I can't with you. I can't with you. I can't with you. But Matilda. <laughs> but Matilda. Heath Ledger was one of the best Jokers. And he had 
I do they know did your so yeah. yeah. So they did so good in that makeup for his scars. But for those of you listening <laughs> that have seen those movies, because I'm sure most people have. God, I can't believe you, uh, things you haven't seen. Things you haven't seen. I don't like to go on the mainstream shit. <laughs> okay. Matilda was probably pretty mainstream for back then. I was then. a child. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Glasgow Smile is also known as the Chelsea Smile or the Chelsea Grin. It originated during a dark period of the Scottish city, Glasgow. Mm-hmm. So during the Industrial Revolution, it kind of created a perfect storm for this to happen because it drove farmers out of the countryside and into the city. Industrial Revolution with technology and factories and blah, blah, blah. So the city's population kind of doubled at this time. And there was an establishment of numerous factories and dockyards. And this small city became one of the largest cities in Scotland. Or the largest city. Because of all the people that were just flocking. They couldn't make money as farmers anymore. Because of how things were advancing at the time. Okay. Because things were moving more towards technology versus agrarian work or whatever and while the promise of work attracted new residents to the city the area also lacked healthy living conditions so people were crowded into apartments that were full of disease malnutrition and poverty and then the end of world war one made things even worse and soon because of all these things going on it became sort of like a slums area. Mm-hmm. And so you had violent crime and there was desperation from people. And that just kind of became the new norm for the area. So, of course, what comes out of that, we have some criminal organizations. Okay. And they were called, so we have some gangs. They were called the Glasgow Razor Gangs. Oh. And they controlled, have you? So they controlled minor criminal empires that were in the east side and the south side of the city. Mm-hmm. And these gangs would fight. They'd go after each other. And one of the main things they would do is they would cut each other up. They would carve their faces from ear to ear and make this big smile. Was there a show or a documentary or was there something? Like, I feel like I've watched something about this or maybe I've just, like, heard it. Is there a Criminal Minds thing on this? I'm sure there's similar to like a ton of things on that. So that was, like, the mark of the gang, right? Yeah. Yep. So, I have a couple pictures here. This first one is was a gang member. I don't have his name on there, he but you could see. So big. He looks like he's speeding his dick off. <laughs> oh, his pupils are large. I just thought his he had dark eyes, but no, you can, you like, can see, see his the pupils. brown. Well, it's not really brown. You can see like where the color is. Hmm. So I guess it is black and white. Dude, goodness, so big. You could see on the one side of his face, he was carved from hit the end of his, the crease of his mouth all the way up to his ear. Yeah, like the bottom of his lobe. And you could, like, seeing how deep that scar is, it had to have been awful. Oh, I mean, you're completely cut. Like, I bet you <clears throat> right through. Yeah. But it didn't all stay in Scotland. It kind of moved throughout the world. You know, so next I have a picture and this isn't of someone who had it done to him and you might not recognize him, but maybe you've heard of him. His name's Albert Fish. He was a serial killer from New York, mostly tortured, not mostly, but he tortured, killed, and maybe even eight children. Okay. And one of his victims was a four year old, 
four-year-old boy that he claimed that he did this to. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. I don't believe they ever found the child's body to confirm. A lot of people believed he lied a lot about the things that he did, and I hope so. But, yeah. That was pretty terrible. So that was another kind of well-known Glasgow smile. That's so fucked up. Next, we have probably one that, of course, you remember. And we're going to tie it back to American Horror Story again, but the first season, Elizabeth Short, The Black Dahlia. So if you remember that. That must be what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, it could be. So just like in the episode, they had that correctly. Whenever Elizabeth Short was found, of course, she was like dismembered Mm -hmm. when she was found. But her face, they cut in a Glasgow smile from ear to ear. That's, That's it. That's what I was thinking. And there's pictures there of that as well. It's really creepy. It is super creepy. And I hope that they did these things to her after she was gone. I doubt it. I don't want to think about it. Okay. Moving on. We have what is called Ling Chi. And this is known colloquially as, or in the West, as death by a thousand cuts. Mm -hmm. This is a ritualistic form of torture. That was prevalent in Imperial China, and it was reserved for those accused of treason, mass murder, or killing of those or of their closest family members. They would typically be tied to a wooden frame in a public place, of course, because it's always public. And they would cut small pieces of their flesh slowly off of their body. And this practice, in addition to the physical suffering, was supposed to represent the spiritual defilement of the individual with their eternal soul unable to reside in one piece in future lives. So I feel like they just make shit up. It could be. No, it's really like this, too. Mm -hmm. It's for the benefit. Yeah. So we're going to also, we're not just torturing your body, but we're torturing your soul so you cannot reincarnate. Yeah. (laughs) What? It was formally We're helping the world out. You know. <clears throat> it was formally abolished as a criminal sentence in 1905. That's when it was finally abolished. 1905. That actually, doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> it's fucked up. I so, cannot. So, so are we? Don't come at me, China. <laughs> no, I know, and I'm sure it happens in more than or happened in more than just China, but like. I thought just cutting cutting pieces of your flesh off. What do you do with the pieces of flesh? Maybe they eat it. Maybe they turn it into jerky. I'm tying it back to Roanoke again. (laughs) I can always tie everything back to some kind of show or movie, to be honest. Because it's all based on your stuff. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. Next. Do you know what this one is? This next picture? It's like they make like nests of the people, right? Well, and then they set it on fire. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to guess the name of this? No. The Roman candle. <laughs> so you might have heard of that before. That's a firework. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where it came from? Apparently, <gasps> or believed, I think, to come from there, because this is what it was called then: was the Roman candle. Prisoners were coated in. <laughs> yeah. So the prisoners oh, were coated really. in pitch, oil, and other flammable substances before they were set on fire. And they would usually start the fire at the feet in order to prolong the suffering. But they were basically yeah, up high on like poles secured to them and wrapped up in flammable 
things and then set on fire. That's and everyone would watch. Look how, like, fucked up these people look. Mm-hmm. Like, at the bottom uh, left, the girl, like, they all look like they're on drugs and shit. Maybe they are. They probably are. Some I wouldn't people are, like, leaning me. over things. Like, mm-hmm. can't even stand up straight. They're just, like, celebrating these people getting caught. Well, this definitely looks like a form of... Like a party. Yeah. Because it's the poles that these people are up on look like they're decorated in flowers. Yeah. So maybe there were sort of like sacrifices or offerings. So I didn't have much on that to be honest. Of like but it looks like it's Greek. Maybe Roman. Maybe it's Roman. I think maybe Roman if it's a Roman candle. Well Oh duh, I forgot that's what it was called. Ignore me. Yeah, you're funny. It is Roman. It's the Roman candle. Well, I mean, the the Greeks could have done it as well. Yeah, but maybe it got its name from Rome. <laughs> so now when I think of fireworks, I'll think of the Holy Roman Empire. Trigger. Honestly, same. I'm going to... I'm also never going to be able to look at the Roman candle the same. Yeah. I'm just going to picture like a human body at the end of it. Yep. All right, this next one's going to fuck you up. Yeah, I accidentally, like, moved my mouse too far with the Roman candles. What is that? And I need to look up this movie real quick. Um, because Wyatt just reminded me that this next torture was in there. Oh, that's what it's called. Okay. Have you ever watched The Terrifier with mm-hmm. Art the Clown? I'll look Maybe up. you've seen... Okay, if you're looking up. Um... If you haven't seen it, it's really fucked up and creepy as shit. Um, this, I believe, happens in this movie as well. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Ugh. He's, like, silent, too, which makes it even worse. But anyway, so this next one is called The Ew, Saw. It's creepy. So the saw is kind of what you'd picture. It is a saw that is used. The victim would be hung upside down with their legs spread apart. That allows all the blood to rush to their head. And the torture would then start slowly sawing back and forth between the legs. And because all the blood rushed to their head, they likely would last quite a long time until they would get to the midsection of their body. Oh my god, Sid. So they were conscious through most of that. (laughs) And often only passing out or dying again when it would hit, like, most of those organs in the middle. Well, just think about, like, how many trial and errors they had to do before they were like, no, if you put them upside down, the blood will rush and it'll take longer. Yeah. I don't know how long it took them to figure it out. Yeah, that's fucked up. But that, I believe, why it reminded me that that was in that movie. Yeah, my father over like a grate so the blood can just like drip in there. Yeah. Wonder where that goes. To to the, the town's water. <laughs> <laughs> to the public water supply. Yuck. Okay. So next we have you probably recognize this and there's different forms of this, but hang, drawn, and quartered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So typically when you think about that, you think about being tied up in horses pulling you apart. That's definitely a method. Yeah, There's another method. this in the execution. When yes, I think we did. Very briefly. Mm-hmm. Because I think we were trying to figure out how many pieces there would really be after you recorded. Would it really be quartered, right? Because you count the head? Is that what yeah. we talked about? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I said, what about the head? Yeah. So this is 
a historic method of execution which served also as a form of torture. The punishment of being hung, drawn, and quartered originated in England during the Middle Ages. Legal penalty for men convicted of high treason in 1352 would get this penalty. This is what would happen. So if you had, which I mean, like, I don't know how you really, how often people are committing high treason. I feel like they also just like accuse people left. It could be like the smallest things are considered high treason. Yeah, like I feel like the walls were pretty loose. Yeah. And then, so those men who were condemned would suffer suffer a litany of successive violations, humiliations, and pain before their eventual death. I think that's like what, like that is legit torture. But there's like a process to this. So it started with dragging the victim by horse from prison to their place of execution. And then they'd be pelted along the way with rotten food and shit. So people would throw shit at them. Ew. Which should be that person to throw shit. Like, you're just grab... Yeah, are you, shit. Yeah, are you just squatting, shitting, and then toss it <laughs> yeah. like a fucking Did ape? You poop in your face? <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. Or rotten food. Um, which, like, are you just waiting for your food to rot and then taking it with you to the next execution? No, I mean, think about is everything rot in them. <laughs> does rot. Yeah. So you're like, hey, this tomato is not really that edible. I'm going to take this to the execution there you go. today. There you go. Or you could just cut the mold off and eat it. Yeah, is that what you do? Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, once they would reach their location of the execution, the men would be hung almost to the moment of death. So they'd hang them until they're pretty much dead, but then they'd revive them. Almost to the moment of death. Almost, but then they are revived. They were really pissed when some people died. Yeah, you'd be the one to you'd be the one to hope that you died. Yeah, when well, think about the fact and they probably, that you're like reviving, like you're bringing someone back just to kill them. Yeah, well, it's not like which I'm sure we'll get into at some point, but there's a few serial killers out there that would do that. Yeah. Um, but at this time, I don't think they knew CPR, so I don't know if they're just like throwing buckets of water on them, I picking bet. them. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So I'm sure there was a lot of times where the victim just died from being hung before they got a chance to revive them. Once they were revived, however, they would then be castrated. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And how did they do that? They just chopped it off? or did I they would do think it? they would just chop, cut it. CPR w- wasn't in practice until 1960. Yikes. Sorry, I was just curious. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Huh. Because yeah, I was picturing them like, yeah, stay alive, stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fucking um, this dude. Yeah, so revived, castrated, and then disemboweled before finally. I don't think women were really executed or tortured oh. this way. Okay. Um, but then they would be disemboweled before finally being beheaded. So it was a different way of quartering versus the horses um, because their bodies would just be chopped into four pieces and then displayed. This form was eventually abolished entirely in 1870. That's not that that long long ago. Um, And people were watching. mm -hmm. And what's also weird that I came across was during the American Revolutionary War, both loyalists and patriots were recorded as using this punishment upon each other, like upon their opponents. 
Not surprised. But then came the passage of the Eighth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution that said, it was in 1791, that prohibited, quote, cruel and unusual punishments. So that's when drawn and quartering finally left was the Eighth Amendment. Okay. Yeah. The whole time. Yep. Okay. Next, we have the heretic's fork. This was used during the Spanish Inquisition. Anyone who didn't practice Catholicism will be persecuted. So Muslims, I definitely typed jeans in here, like a pair of jeans, and I meant Jews. Wow. <laughs> Muslims, Jews, and Protestants. You have it's Jews? Then? No, I don't know why I typed jeans. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking right. about my jeans. Like, like jeans, like I'm wearing jeans. Like oh, the J. Not like G. No, like I meant to, I had the J and the E, but then I typed jeans. Okay. Like, jeans. I thought this was maybe something for like talking. <laughs> well, sort of. So, like, the Muslims, Jews, and Protestants were mostly the ones that were tortured for their heresy because, you know, anyone that didn't conform to Catholicism was. A heretic. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would basically have this leather belt that is secured snugly around the victim's neck. And attached to it are two sharp prongs, with one pointing to their throat and the other pointing just above their sternum. So it's a really simple device. There's not much to it, but it caused extreme and continuous pain to whoever was wearing it. Yeah. Um, so keeping the head in a steady position is your best bet because that would prevent the tips of the prongs from piercing your skin. But you're basically keeping your head and your chin up yeah. and not moving. Because as soon as you duck your head, if you even try to talk, you're going to get pierced with those prongs. How long did they keep them on? However long they needed to until they got information out. Yeah, but you, you couldn't talk and you couldn't like nod your head. True. Maybe it was blinking. <laughs> Blink once if you are not there. Or maybe they just had fun and they were like, let's just torture you on this for a little bit before we move to the next thing. That's so fucked. Yeah. All right. Next we have the boot. Uh, the picture is very simple. It's like metal. So it, this was used during the Middle Ages and beyond that. The boot was made of riveted iron sheet and it was like welded together. Um, I don't think they were welding back then. What were they doing? What's the blacksmithing? Is that well? That's not welding blacksmithing, right? Yeah, like when they're like melt, like yeah, together. and they're hammering the metal together. Mm-hmm. Um, so you picture a boot, but it's like real thin, sharp metal. And do you want to guess what they did with this before I get into it? I feel like can't. What do you think they would do with that boot? So it doesn't go Obviously, into one's foot. It does. But then what? Do they? put something on fire then so they it's used to hold boiling oil or <gasps> water oh so it's like really fat so that you put your foot in and then they dump that shit in so sometimes it's called foot roasting is another term <laughs> for this type of torture the boot was filled with a cold liquid and then it was heated with the foot inside until it was scalding or the foot was in it and they would pour the boiling liquid into the boot dude that's fucked up yeah you get like third degree burns on your feet. It would melt the metal. <gasps> so I would have to. It'd be like permanently there. Maybe. Well, or maybe they would rip it off. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I keep forgetting that the skin melts. <laughs> oh my god. You know. I'm just like picturing like you just like you know just boiling in there. It hurts. You're gonna get burns. Pull up. <sighs> 
yeah, like your whole layer of flesh would just. Oh my god. Yep, we're horrible. We're horrible. Human race is disgusting. That's what I meant. (laughs) Okay. Next, speaking of boiling, we have the torture method of boiling. (laughs) So, (laughs) various cultures and civilizations spanning Europe and Asia are known to have employed boiling as a means of inflicting pain. Death by boiling kills an individual by immersing them in a container of blistering liquid. Obviously, when you think of being boiled, you think I think about a witch putting me in a cauldron and I'm being boiled. Um, But they would frequently use oil, tar, water, and they would... This was recorded during the reign of Henry VIII also in 1531. Um, He would boil people alive and it became the legally prescribed method of capital punishment for those convicted of high treason or murder. legally Legally prescribed method. Okay. So this was a legal way to punish someone for high treason or murder. Or, sorry, murder by poison. So if you poison someone, this is your this is what you get. You get boiled alive. Interesting. It's known to have been used throughout Scotland on various occasions between 1200 and 1600. The Holy Roman Empire also employed boiling as the legal punishment for coin forgery. <laughs> so if you were forging money, coins... Counterfeit. Counterfeit. Counterfeit coins. Yeah, which I don't even know how they would know. I don't know. I feel like coins weren't that, like, detailed back then, but maybe they were. I thought they were just flat pieces of metal before they started printing presidents' heads on them, but... Yeah. Um... That's also just American I coins. Just I don't gonna, know. What I was just gonna say other places don't, <laughs> don't do, do presidents like the royal. Families. But I feel like back then it'd be a really simple currency, and it'd it be would, easy to forge. Don't, I don't would it though, because you don't. Not everybody has like that type of material, or maybe that stamp that maybe. they use. So I guess if you got tracked back, like if someone tracked down you as using or creating or forging yourself the coins, you would be boiled alive. On average, how long does it take someone to like die with boiling, or would they just torture? Because if you're no, it would be an execution as well. Internal body temperature, like you can't bring it back down quick Mm -hmm. enough. No, you would die. Certain. I don't know how long it would take. I didn't, or did I? No, I don't have that on here. Probably two or three minutes. Oh my god. But it would probably be an extremely painful two or three minutes. Um, That would probably take so long to you. The cause of death would either be a heart attack or stroke from the high blood pressure caused by the pain. Oh, so that's what you're hoping for in that case. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe you just work yourself up so it's, like, even quicker. So, oh, I do have another report of this. So it was known to have occurred in extreme instances in Japan. So during the 16th century, there was a bandit named Ish. Ishikawa Gaiman, along with his entire family, they were all boiled alive as punishment for his failed assassination of Toyotomi Hideyoshi. I probably butchered that. Um, But that's what the picture is that you're seeing, is that sketch of this dude who failed an assassination and they decided to boil him and his family it looks like he's trying to hold up yeah, his other family members i'm going to ask you about that like if yeah yeah it's, weird. it's pretty terrible 
Next one you're going to love. Honestly, you're kind of fucking your family because they're going to die anyways. You're actually just prolonging. Yeah. Like all the Mm -hmm. horror and the heat. You're better off just dunking them under immediately. Literally just drowning them in it. It would smell bad too. Yeah. Okay. Next one you'll love. This is the Scold's Bridal. Sometimes called a witch's bridal. And you might have seen these before. Or maybe Wyatt has used them on you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This was first recorded in Scotland in 1567. It was also recorded that it was commonly used to control Virginia slaves in the mid-18th century. So that's not that long ago. No. What? Are you going to get into what it is? So this was used to hurt and humiliate women women only pretty much whose speech or behavior was thought to be too offensive or unruly so you'd be wearing one of these bad boys for sure i think it would be a very in line sure okay (laughs) i've told white all the time like thank god i grew up in time i did because i would yeah i would have been beaten (laughs) yeah you wouldn't have lasted long uh, so basically, the device was a heavy iron mask, which was basically just an iron muzzle, and it was worn by the women as they were paraded in public. So is there like a piece that they bite down on to like yeah. keep their so mouth? so it's a, like a bridle. So it has like a horse's bit. <gasps> oh. And it's not just a bit, it's a sharp metal gag that pointed into your mouth to restrain the tongue. Oh my... Yeah. So your tongue was just like pressed mm-hmm. back. And they get the term the scold bridle. So scold was a term, a legal term used for women who disturbed their neighbor's peace with loud quarreling, gossiping, slanderous speech, or bawling. <laughs> so fucked up. And the pictures are insane. Bad. I can't imagine. I would divorce that motherfucker if he... Because it was probably mostly the husbands doing that. Yeah. So would you have to go and buy one? Like, did they have one per household? Or did you have to go report your, like, wife I'm sure there the was, government? I'm sure there was probably some location in town that you could go... Right. Probably, like, the courthouse had them. They are like... Hey, my wife said this shit. Give me one. Yeah. She's been bitching about the neighbor, and I can't take it anymore. <laughs> All right, next is awful, so you're not going to like this. You can't tell from the pictures, but this one's called the breast ripper or the spider. I'm assuming it's a pretty literal name. Yep. So this is for women who were accused of adultery, abortion, or basically any other crime. It's a claw-like device. It's metal, and it ends in spikes. It was heated and then used to rip off or shred a woman's breasts. So would you get, like, stabbed with those point ends so they're in the boobs and then they, like, spread them open? And they'd be heated. So they'd be, like, red hot. What if you were super flat-chested and, like, didn't have any... I don't know. Titties to really rip off? I don't know. the skin off? Probably. So there's... Like I said, two versions, so the breast ripper or the spider. The spider version, so like the first one, the breast ripper was like a torturer was holding the device, heating it up, ripping off the breasts. The spider version was like attached to a wall instead of someone holding it. And like they would just force the woman, I guess, to like walk up to it and be clamped that way. But yeah. It's real. It's not when you look at the device. There's not much to it. No. When you think about how it works. Picture that. 
And it would definitely shred. Ugh. That hurts. <laughs> I know. I don't want to think about my boobs And right did now. people normally live? Do you know? I'm sure they would bleed out. Yeah. Unless they were cauterized. But. Oh my god. Yeah. Not the mastectomy you I've want. I've never heard of such a thing. I yeah. didn't know that was a thing. I don't know if I have before. It's like that hair thing that you said. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense or whatever. But ripping off the boot, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Next, we have the head crusher. <laughs> Yay. So straight to the point with the name. Very straight to the <laughs> point. I don't have much on this one. This is, you can see from the pictures. So your, your chin would kind of sit on the bottom rung of this device with the head under a cap. And then there's a screw at the top of this device that you would just continue to tighten until it crushes your head. I'm actually speechless. I'm just like picture that. You guys do really need to get on and look at this well, picture just like yeah. in a sense of how it would go. And you think your eyes would be the first probably to pop out. You think they would just gouge out? I would think that they would, or they would start bleeding out that way and probably pop out. All that pressure. Your ears would bleed. Today. Your teeth would crush. Your jaw would instantly crush. Ooh. Because the, st- the skull's pretty strong, so it's going to take some time. A few cranks. That's rough. Yeah. Not good, not good, not good. Yeah, you're probably right. It would just kind of all come out the eyes and ears in the sense. Mm-hmm. You just smush and your, your brain into like soup. Because, so it's not so like, everything would just come out of all the holes. Mm-hmm. You're like gargling in the <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how like quickly you die. Well, I wonder how far down they smash it. I don't know. Oh, there's two pictures of that. Two different. Just one? Oh, yeah, two. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Two different devices there. Same kind of thing. Same concept. Um, one was more rudimentary where it looks like a piece of wood as the cap that would crush your head. And the next one looks like a piece of metal that is more shaped like a cap. Has kind of like some spiked See, edges on it. that's why I wasn't sure if the wood was just like representation of where your head, like skull would go to form into that like, I don't think dome, so. Or if that was used to... I think that was used to crush. Okay. So if you kind of think of like a vice grip, it's kind of like that. Literally. Yeah. Okay, moving on. We have the knee splitter. Oh god. Yeah, so this was used frequently during the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> I know I'm laughing, which is terrible, but there's so many here that was the Spanish Inquisition. There's just, just like how many mm-hmm. tortured devices can we invent? Yeah, we got a lot of heretics out here. It's getting boring. <laughs> we gotta freshen it up. Let's spice it up. So if you look at this picture, it kind of looks like a little monster mouth <laughs> yeah. in my head, but it's a device that was built from two spiked wood blocks with a screw at the back. There's always these screws and how they tightened everything. So the clamp, there was a clamp on the front, or you were, no, sorry, it was clamped to like the front and back of the knee. So the spikes would be on the front and spikes would be on the back. And then you just turn the screw and it would tighten, tighten, and it would just split your knee. Yeah, I for, like for a moment, I forgot it was a knee crusher. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be used in other parts of the body, but it was mainly for the knees. Oh, God. You're fucked after that. Yeah. That type of damage to your knee, you're done. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, next is a good one. 
And don't worry, my very last one isn't as bad as the rest to kind of end on a not horrific note. I mean, it's still bad, but this isn't the last one. Um, this is called the blood eagle. <laughs> this is awful. Mm-hmm. This is a Viking torture method. Mm-hmm. So we bring it back to the Vikings and the Viking sagas. This was so grisly that some historians don't believe it was real. So a lot of the historians, when they're debating that these things didn't exist, like I said earlier, it's because they're so horrific. They didn't think people would use them. Hello, wake up. Like, we're fucked. We're fucked race people use them yeah people use them the human race is disgusting okay so vikings would torture their enemies in the name of their god odin which most of us would know that um and the viking sagas detail that the blood eagle was one of the most painful and terrifying torture methods that were ever imagined one of the earliest accounts of the use of the blood eagle is thought to have occurred in 867 ce And there were some modern scholars that debate how the torture was performed, um, or like I said, if it was performed at all. But basically the victim's hands and legs were tied so that they couldn't move. The victim would then be stabbed near his tailbone and up towards the rib cage. So kind of like at an angle. And then once it was kind of opened up a little bit there, each rib was meticulously separated from the backbone with an X. And it will leave all their internal organs exposed on full display. And they said that the victim is said to have remained alive throughout that whole process. Whoa. But who's to say? I mean, I would hope you'd just pass out from the pain. I think you, I feel like you would pass out from the pain. And maybe they did, but they're still technically alive during the whole thing. Um, I wonder how long you'd stay alive after this all said and done. I don't know. To make it worse... During that, the Vikings would rub salt into those gaping wounds. <laughs> rub salt on the wound, huh? And then after all the victims' ribs were cut away and spread out like giant fingers kind of splayed out there, the torturer would pull out the lungs to make it look like a pair of wings on their back. <laughs> so creative, dude. It's so artistic, yeah. honestly. I don't know who, like, how you even come up with something like that. Mm, you get bored. You get creative. They got bored with the old hanging, quartering, drawing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, the Vikings are just savages. Yeah. Brutal. It probably happened, like, on accident once, and they're like, I like how this looks. Let's make this pretty. I like it. <laughs> okay. So the next one I don't have a whole lot on, and there is no picture, and you'll understand why. The name of this one is called Hung Meat. I, like, want to look it up. I wasn't about to Google it, really. I did Google it. Nothing came up. Yeah. I don't think the Google wants it, too. So tell yeah. me what it is, because I don't know. I don't know what it's it is. It's not. I just It's just when you think of Hung Meat, it sounds so you dirty. Put, so so that's why I didn't want to so Google it. So you just, like, skin them and then them? So it's another Viking torture method. The victim's heels would be pierced with ropes threaded through the holes. So they pierce, they put a hole through the heels and they thread a rope through those holes and then they would hang them upside down by their heels with holes in them. So they're like hung meat. Would they do anything else? In a butcher shop. I'm sure there was other methods of torture, but that was torture enough probably. That was the one thing out of all of these that you refused to Google. I mean, I I did a quick Google of like hung meat torture device. It wasn't because of how I was worried. 
Hung meat, Julia, is not an appropriate thing to look up. Oh my god, I didn't even think. I was like, Sid, why are you scared to look up that? Look that up. Because I don't want to see a bunch of dicks. That's why. I didn't when I did it. But I didn't just say hung meat. I said hung meat tortured. And that's what you got to do if you want to look it up. Hung meat tortured bit, but also nothing's going to come up. No, the only thing that came up was the... um the eagle thing yeah so the next one we have is called the fatal walk i don't have a picture for this one either but i'm pretty certain this also occurred during the roanoke season of american horror story okay so i remember that impalement part and then this one is the fatal walk another viking torture method because they love that but this is where the victim's abdomen was sliced open and a bit of their intestines were pulled out the torturer would hold those intestines as they made the victim walk around a tree until they ran out of intestines so eventually the up. intestinal tract would be wrapped around the tree yeah and you would die but you didn't die right away but i'm pretty sure that happened in that season too where they did that yeah i think you're right because it like i'm picturing a scene Mm-hmm. and maybe they didn't make them walk around a tree but i remember them being like cut and someone was pulling oh, all yeah. the intestines out yeah it's just disgusting because i forget how long, how long they it. are and it that they're just in there. blows my mind. I mean, not just the large intestines, but the small yes. intestines. Like, they're both rather large. Yes. They're like worms. Long-ass worms. And somehow it fits into our body. Yeah. So weird. I think we're robots. I think we're just advanced AI. Advanced, advanced. Intelligent. <laughs> we're AI. AI. Okay. This is my last one. Okay. And this isn't as bad as the others. This is called keel hauling. This is a torture method that's used on the high seas to keep sailors in line. So 17th and 18th centuries is when this typically took place. So you'll see some pictures there of a big ship. Um, they would. This is mostly used by the Navy and pirates. The fact that the Navy uses this is fucked up. Pirates, yes, I understand. Navy, really? To stay in line. Basically, the victim would be suspended by a rope from the mast of the ship with a weight attached to their legs. And then the crew members would let go of the rope so that the victim falls to the water. They're still attached to the mast. But as the ship's going along, they get dragged along under the keel, which is the bottom of the ship. Hence the name keel hauling. So they're being hauled underneath the ship. And this part of the ship was also, like, encrusted with barnacles, which mm-hmm. would cause, like, all kinds of lacerations. Plus, in my picture, you see, like, an octopus and a shark. shark so yeah. as you're, like, bleeding, I'm sure things would be coming after to eat you. And you would drown. I was just going to say, so if it's to keep the people in line, you're not making it back up, are you? Right. But I think sometimes they would also also kind of, like, do, like, a pulley system where they would dunk you down, let you go for a little bit, and pull you back up. Play with you a little bit. Like you're fishing. Damn. So that's all my torture devices. And there were so many. I actually deleted some out of here. That's wild. That is a lot. I didn't mean to put this many in here. I know I've been talking for a long time, but. No, I enjoyed that. I hope you had fun. It was I enjoyed the dark. Torture. I enjoyed, enjoyed the torture. Yeah. So I thought we would do something spooky to kick off our October season. I'm going to have some wild dreams after try seeing to, all these photos. Yeah. Try not to think about that. Um. Watch some funny videos before it's you go like to bed. It's, like, funny, though, how, um, like, domin- not just dominatrix, but, like, BDSM and stuff. Like, a yeah. lot of the things are, very are sexual. mimicking torture devices. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I understand that's, like, what it is, but yeah. it's, like, crazy. Yeah. Like, the one, um, with the leather 
like necklace and the, the heretics the fork mm-hmm. yeah the heretics fork like that I just can like, you have one of those at home that's what you're talking about <laughs> no, I'm just saying like I can see it being used in a bedroom yeah 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 I personally have one of those knee splitters <laughs> just kidding what's <laughs> well, um, a knee slot versus <laughs> Uh, no, but no, these good are job, dude. thanks. It was that's a lot of information. Yeah, I'm about. shocked I haven't had nightmares after researching all this. To be honest, um, I think it's just who we are. We're used to it by now. Yeah. It's just kind of whatever. But this yeah, actually soothes us. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm gonna sleep well tonight <laughs> yeah. because of this. <laughs> Literally. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. Um, I'm gonna do the outro now so i don't know why i announced that but we're gonna uh, do you have anything to mention before we sign off for the night no i don't think so okay well thank you guys for listening don't forget to rate review and follow our podcast wherever you're listening so spotify is a great place to do that iHeartRadio, itunes apple podcast wherever please go do that um don't forget to follow our social media pages. We have an Instagram page at UAQPod. Our Facebook page is Unprofessionals Asking Questions. We also have a Gmail that you could send us recommendations to at UAQPod at gmail.com. And we have our Patreon page set up so you can donate if you feel like you would like to help out our podcast a little bit. We have a few different tiers to choose from. It is at patreon.com slash UAQ. And did I hit it all? Why do I always question if I hit them all or not? That's everything. That's everything. By the way, guys, we're almost to a thousand downloads. So tell everybody you know. Yeah. And download. And download. download. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.